Welcome to the Everyday Guy podcast. I'm your host, Rudy Marquez. And my guest today is a true friend of just myself and the show. And uh, I really admire this man. He's, uh, he's had kidney failure in his life. He goes to dialysis three times a week, four hours a day. He was explaining how big the needles are, how it works. I got to feel the, the bubble or the balloon they put in his arm. That's what he called it. I'll never forget that feeling, man. My fingers are still tingling from it. Um, but I, I was truly proud to sit across from this man. And uh, I feel like I learned a lot from him, and I hope he learned a lot from me. So if you could please welcome my next guest, Juan Tamayo. So to me, dog, to start it out, like, I see you as, like, a true warrior, dude. Like, a true warrior in the sense that you have a physical condition that you got to face every single day. You know, you know my background. Like, I have my own mental health issues and my mm-hmm. own struggles that I deal with every day. But I can't say anything's physical. You know what I mean? So what was it that? Because I know you're in dialysis now. You know, I got I see that shit. Yeah, right there. You just came out, right? Yeah, I just got yeah. out about, like, an hour ago. So what what re- what was it that it's called that brought you into dialysis? So reno reno uh, chronic renal failure. Chronic renal failure. What? How does that come about? Like it just well for my it's usually on a lot of people that uh, do diabetes the insulin it starts messing with the uh, with the kidneys. Were you diabetic? As you get older, no. no. I was pre-diabetic, mm-hmm. but I didn't know, and. At the time when I was getting like like crazy anxieties, bro, like weird. No shit. And I was like, "What the hell is going on?" And one day, a week before, I had drink. I drank with one of my buddies, and dude, that hangover was lasted. It lasted like three days. And no I was shit. like, "Bro, was it I don't normal think, at that I time?" Think, I was like, "I don't think I can drink anymore <laughs> like this, bro." Were you drinking a lot? Yeah, we were drinking like hair, like liquor though, bro. Not like no beers. We started off with uh, with shock tops. That's when they <laughs> first came out. Yeah. And then we we killed a twelve pack of that. And then he, I don't know what what he was thinking or what, but he, he wanted to do he wanted to drink a, a drink called liquid cocaine. I never had that. It's. So like Jaeger, it's Jaeger, oh. uh, vodka, weird things too. and I don't even know, bro, but you got to Google it, and dude, we took, we took, uh, like two shots off the back, boom, we were cool, chilling, we were playing poker, and then we just started fucking drinking, bro, just drinking, taking shots. How old were you? I was 23. Damn. 23 when you got diagnosed? No, uh... I was, yeah, no, I, I, my bad, I was 24. 24. 24. So, yeah, we were drinking that, and then went home, f- fucking threw up everything, you know, as a, it's yeah, normal. Right. 
Yeah. Woke up, pissed on myself. <laughs> no shit. I was like done, bro. I don't even know how I got home. Like, yeah. I was I wasn't driving. One of my buddies, he he took me home, and one day the that whole week I was feeling like shit, bro. Like my stomach and everything, and then it felt like a normal hangover. Yeah, no? bro. It just yeah. felt like normal, but it wouldn't go away. Like it wouldn't go away. Shit. And then. A week later, uh, I woke up and I went to use the restroom, bro, and I couldn't use, like, I couldn't pee. I was like, what the hell? So I laid back down and then, like, my heart started going crazy and I was like, like, my heartbeat, I was like, what the hell, what's going on? So then I laid back down, I chilled, I went outside, got fresh air, and then it happened again, bro, but it, like, it was like where the point like I was like dude I'm gonna die like oh shit what the hell's going on so I told my mom I didn't have insurance nothing bro so I was like whatever fuck it let's go so we went and as soon as we went in there they 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 did the blood work they gave me they gave me I forgot what my blood pressure was high they gave me medicine and then I kind of calmed down a little bit and then maybe like two hours later the the nurse came in and he was like, bro, he's like, your kidneys are done. At 24? Then I was like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, we got to do an ultrasound. They did the ultrasound. And right then and there, they were like, all right, your kidneys are done. You're going to have to do dialysis. And at that time, me, I, I was just like, all right, whatever, you know. I'm thinking it's going to be like, yeah, I, I'm yeah. thinking it's going to be, you know, stay here for a couple of days and then I'll be good again. And then they did it. They they put the catheter on, on my chest. Was like, yeah, this side. And we did it for, I was in there for like a week and a half. It was bad, bro. It was bad. It Jeez, was like, dude. and so everything, like that anxiety, the blood pressure, and everything in my inside my body was shutting down, basically, because my kidneys weren't functioning. Because what the kidneys are is, you know, it filters everything that you drink, and then it and just it, like stores it. It takes out everything that that's bad. It'll, you, you know, you'll pee it out, basically. And then when they stop working, you stop peeing yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So everything was in there. What they what they call that is toxins. So everything was inside. Like it, oh, it even, just kind of went through your body. Even like my 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 ankles were swelling up. Like because it, it, my you know my body was returning yeah. it. You know. So the toxins like don't know where to go. They yeah. just go everywhere. So it starts. It's not good for you. So then I went. We went to dial. I, I started doing dialysis. For about three months and then I, I would just see nothing but old people and I was like you know what this ain't for me and I hit depression and then I was like I'm done like I don't care fuck it oh, you know shit. this is it for like six months bro I didn't go to dialysis I just let it be I had I had the catheter still in me and it was bad bro they, what, what does that do it, it it's like a basically it's just like a it's just temporary to see if they were trying to see if my kidneys were going to come back mm. and they're and if they weren't then they, they that's what they did this they did the shunt on here in my arm 
So, yeah. you, so, so you were, you were, you were diagnosed. You started doing the dialysis. Three months into it, you said no. Yeah. And that's it. You just walked away from it. Yeah, bro. I stood I'm sure home. the doctors were like, "No, you can't do that." Yeah. Well, I stood home, and they were calling me. My main doctor, Doctor Modelli, he was like, "Just come in. Like, we'll figure something out." Like, and I'm like, "Nah, I don't want to go." And this and that. And he's like, "Bro, you, you gotta come. Like, it's not good for you." And I was like, you can nah. die. Yeah, bro. Yeah. And I was like, oh, because the water broke, start, it, little by little, starts getting in your lungs. Did you start feeling anything? When you, nah. when you went, the- well, when I hit that depression, bro, I didn't, I didn't drink. I didn't eat. I didn't, I lost a lot of weight. Damn, dude, you don't. I don't blame you though, bro. Like, yeah, well, bro, I'm I'm twenty, you know, twenty four, fresh, you know. You see all kinds of old people there, and it's like, it's same for me, right? Like, I'm gonna die with these people. Like, that's just the that's just the way I saw it, you know. And not only that, it was you know, every other day someone was the ambulance was picking them up because they weren't feeling good on the machine. So it, it you know, it just messed with my head, like. Bro, I'm gonna be with these fools. Like I'm gonna go with them. So those whole six months, bro, it was just it was bad. It was everyone. What did your family say? My man? my mom, my brother, my cousin Chewy. He everyone, dude. They did like a little intervention. They came to the house and they're like, "What do you need? Like, we need to get you on there. Like, you don't look good." That was like yellow, bro. Like it oh, was shit. weird. And they like, were like jaundice, huh? Like yellow jaundice happens. Yeah, you see, like your eyes start turning yellow. Yeah, and bro. Damn. And I was like, Nah, I'm not gonna go. And this and that. And my mom was like, Go try out this psychologist. And I was like, She's like, It's walk. You go walk there. So we do. You don't. If you go halfway, whatever. You don't feel like going. You can come back. And I was like, All right. So I went over there. And I did a couple sessions with them, bro. And he was like, last one, the la- the very last one, bro. He was like, you need to go, man. He's like, you don't look good. And I was like, I know, man. And he's all like, what do you like to do? And I was like, dude, I like to play, you know, play basketball. You know, and he's all like, he's all like, just go. He's all like, if you go, he's like, I'll, I'll hook you up with tickets to a, to a Laker game. And I was like, all right, whatever. But I wasn't going to go. Like, my mind was just like, I'm not going to go. And that night, bro, the same thing that happened the first time, it happened again. And I was I just told my mom, take me. And we went. And when we got there, bro, this one was even more crazier. My, my mom called my brother. So we all met up at the hospital. We were in there. And when I was in there, uh, hold on. She, uh, when I was in there, they they put a patch because my blood pressure was like super crazy. It was like two twenty over like I want to say like ninety five or something like that. Damn. So they were like chirping in there, like, "Damn, you're gonna have a heart attack." So they they didn't know, but they they thought that I had uh, that I had diabetes, and they they shot me up with insulin. Oh shit! Through the through the you know through the IV, and I was like, 
So when I, I told my brother, I felt it, and I was like, all right, cool. And I was like, dude, I feel good. I, I just want to go for a walk. And I, as soon as I got up, bro, I was like, whoa. And I, like, pa- like passed out. And my brother was like, he's like, what'd you guys give him? Like, you guys got it, you know? You, and the, the dude was like, we gave him insulin. He's like, nah, man. He's like, he's not diabetic. Like, you guys can't be doing that. Like, you guys got to let, let us know. You can't. He's, he's, you know, I wasn't really you know coherent right, basically right, you know? yeah I was just like hell yeah with your uh, blood pressure being that yeah. high though so they were my brother was tripping like he was like oh and the guy came he brought me crackers ice cream like just to bring everything back up Oh, shit. And I guess because I guess my blood pressure dropped like hard because I had the patch already on my chest and then they gave me the insulin so it just oh. it took it down. So I was like, I was in there and then they're like, oh, we're gonna keep you in here. We got to do an emergency uh, dialysis. So they called uh, one of the guys in. His name's Charlie at like three in the morning, and he came, bro, clutch. And they, they did the they the one on my chest. It was clogged, bro. So they went, they took it out, they put a new one in. And oh, then shit. I was in there for a couple of days. And then they're like, "Oh, we're gonna do the one on your arm. You know, might as well. You're already here." And I was like, "All right." So they came in and they were trying to do it on my right arm. And what they do is they come and they scan it to see where the where the vein goes all the way through. Mm. And I was like, nah, not my right arm, bro. <laughs> like, this is, you know, this is my, you know, I write with it. I yeah. shoot with it. Everything. Then he's like, all right. And they couldn't find the vein. I was like, bro, you, you're going to have to find it. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to do it on this side, bro. I'll talk to my doctor. And they're like, all right. They finally found it. And I went into surgery. I was in there maybe like three hours. Well, what do they have to do in surgery? Just... They just put you down you. for a couple hours, and then it was crazy because when I when I did this one, I had woken up and she was and I could feel it, and I was like, "Hey, I'm just letting you know I'm awake." Oh <laughs> shit! And she was all like, "Now nah, you're good." She's like, "I'm just stitching it up." I was like, "All right." I was like, "But I I can feel everything you're doing," and she's like, "All right." She's like, "Were you awake the whole time?" I was like, "Nah." I was like, literally right now when I felt it, like. Dang. And she's all like, she's like, yeah, you're good. And then they took me out. I was in the, the room maybe for like a couple hours, and then I went home. And yeah, they gave me a, like like a stress ball to you know to get the the vein going. And really. So when they, so like you you have those the covers on right now. Yeah. Is it something they put into you, or is it just like they stick the needle in one hole? And then no, it's two holes, but this, this, the feel it, you can feel my heartbeat, oh. bro. Oh my goodness! Yeah. This is this is like a big. What is what's inside here, bro? It's basically like a. Oh it's my like a balloon, goodness. bro. It's like a balloon. So if you keep poking at it, you know at a vein, obviously it's gonna you know it's gonna give out of you at some point. So oh they, my God. they yeah this it goes from here all the way to right here. Oh my god! <laughs> How does it feel? Does it hurt? Nah, nah. At first, yeah, bro. Like I was like, ah, like yeah, I was getting cramps yeah, on my hand. Yeah. Like I was like, ah, 
know, like it hurts. They gave me Vicodin and shit, like, but I never took it. No? Nah, I didn't. They, my brother was like, nah, bro, don't do it. Like, you're going to get addicted. Yeah, hell yeah. He's like, dude. don't do it. I did. I took it once, and I was like, nah, they're not for me, you know? Really? Yeah, not only that, I took it, and I, I took it on an empty stomach, and it was just, like, oh, yeah, all bad. Yeah, yeah. So my stomach was just like, ah. Uh, yeah, dude, I, I had a, a bike accident, and... I had a brain swelling and like my back was dislocated and uh, they gave me like a fucking gigantic bottle of Norco's dude and I just started popping those things left and right dude and then once I started creating like a a dependency on them getting off those things dog it's like detoxing heroin dude straight up man i remember feeling sick like sicker than a dog dude throwing up all that shit so when you were saying man they gave you those vikings thank god for not doing that man for reals yeah because that alone would be another issue you know what i mean like an issue you don't need on top of what you're dealing with like and that's a big scar they put on yeah bro it's right here and then there's like a little, little little scar right here where they went in and so when they so when they hook you up with dialysis, how you were saying they they're sixteen sixteen gauge sixteen gauge needles yeah how thick is that they're pretty thick bro like that yeah yeah holy shit dude and then they wow put- you know what probably a little thicker really yeah I should have took one from dialysis and brought it to you bro you would have been like what the fuck. It looks like a little butterfly, bro. You just threw it. Threw How it long there. is it? Well, the needle is probably like that long. And then, so they, you got two holes, right? Yeah, two. They put one in and one, another one in, and then one, one takes the blood out. It goes into the, into the uh, machine, and then the other one brings in the, the like clean blood. Clean blood. So when it does that, do they, they have to take all the blood out of you? Nah. No. No. How long, how long is it that they do that for? Three hours and 45 minutes. So it all depends on how much you, your, your water weight and stuff like that. They go by kilos there. So right now, I was at, before all this, like, COVID and shit started, I was 95.5. So that's around, like, 218. Okay. And then right now, I'm at 103. So I'm probably about, like, 225 around there. Are you clear, like, or fine to work out? Yeah, bro. Yeah? Like, fully it. functioning yeah. everything? You play it. ball and everything with yeah, it? Yeah, bro. What if you get hit? I, it, it, fuck it. <laughs> 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 nah, but there's... I've. It's only happened twice, bro. And the this was recently they hit me, and it started bleeding, and I felt it. Oh, man. And right away, I was just like, boom, I grabbed it. And in my bag, I have fucking gauze that I took from dialysis, and then I have uh, I have alcohol, and I have the tapes and all that. So in that, that it's a little sandwich bag that I have right there already set. And you were playing ball with somebody. So I, I, as soon as I got hit, I felt it, and I usually wear a long sleeve. I don't care if it's hot or not. So I felt it, and I was like, oh, and I took off my shirt, and I was like, yeah, and it was all red. And I went up to the front, and I was like, hey, dude, like, uh, let me see some scissors. And I cut the tape up, and then I got new guys, and I put it on, and then I started, kept playing again. (laughs) (laughs) 
Damn. Yeah, bro. And actually, mine, mine for being this, you know, this old, bro, for having it for what, almost like seven years? No, eight years. It's actually good, bro, because there's some people that have it, bro, and it's like, boom, like mountains. Really? Bro. It looks bad. It looks bad. And you have to, okay, so, like, for me to understand it, you go how many times a week? Three times a week. Damn. Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. And you can't miss a day? You could, but you gotta make it up. Yeah? Yeah. Or do you have, like, a relationship now with, like, the dialysis people and shit? Yeah. Yeah? That's cool. All of them, all of them, they're cool. I'm, well, I told them the other day, I got into with the main one, she, I was asleep and she came and she... She grabbed my mask and she put it up because I couldn't breathe. I was like, dude, I can't, you know, sleeping and trying to, you know, breathe with this mask on. She came and she put it up. And I was just like, I kind of got into it. I was like, hey, like, don't touch me. <laughs> She's, I was like, I don't know what you, you're touching, you know. Yeah. Even if you're wearing gloves or not, I was like, but she was like, oh, like, it was just like kind of like a little issue. Mm. And then I told uh, the social worker that's there, I was like, I, I'm just here to do my dialysis, and that's it. Like, and get out of there. Get out of here. Like it's this. I don't even want to be here, but I have to. Like I, you know, to so feel good. When you when you stop for those six months, did you ever take any breaks after that? Nah. No, it's been straight. I I'll, I'll miss a day, you know, once in a while. Like uh, like two weeks ago, my it was my niece's birthday. I missed, I missed, uh, Saturday, I was like, uh, I actually went on a Friday, so I missed Saturday, but other than that, like, some, there's times where I'll, like, I'm like, ah, I don't even want to go, like, I'm going to stay home, Damn. so I, I'll stay home, but, uh, like, breaks like that, like, six months like that, or, like, a week or two weeks, nah. <laughs> I, so, when, so when you have that, do they put you on, like, the kidney list to get a kidney yeah. transplant? How long is that list? The list is a 10-year wait. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And that's not even a guarantee, right? Like, yeah, at 10 years? it's not. It's not like 10 it's, years comes around, we got it ready it, for you. It's it's whoever matches your blood your blood type and the other person that's donating or someone, you know, passes away or something. Because it's a... On most people, it's a, it's a like... Uh, I don't know how much the percentage is, but your sometimes your body doesn't like retain that kidney. Yeah. You know, and then you're back you're, to square yeah, one, you're, huh? You're back. You're back where you were at again. Damn. Yeah, bro. And then, so even if you were to get a kidney transplant and everything were to like your body accept it, would you still have to go through dialysis? No. Nah. No. It's it's a hassle. My buddy Sean, bro, he's from Uptown Whittier. He he just got his. He got his not too long ago, and I his, seen. Oh, his I kidney? See, yeah, I seen. He's he's the same age as me, bro. His kidney didn't grow with his body, so. He oh just, wow. He just. Uh, I went to school with them. I went to elementary with them, and but he was going Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I was going Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. But I would see him sometimes on Saturdays. That's a trip. You guys were both elementary. <laughs> yeah, guys. bro. So he he got his. He got his, and I seen him. Not too long ago at 7-Eleven, 
and he was like, bro, he's all like, I'm normal, bro. Like, he's like, the first two months, it's hard. Like, you gotta take all kinds of medicine, and they they make you drink a, a gallon of water just to for the kidney, you know, to process, process and get used to with your body. Your body. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that's a but trip. he's like, bro, he's like, I'm good. He's like, I'll take any any other medication. He's like, but I'm not going back to Dallas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think you think that'll come for you? Yeah, bro. Yeah. They have. They're they're like, dude. My doctor's like, man. Ninety five percent for sure. Your body's gonna accept it. You do a lot of exercise, and that's mainly what the kidney wants. Does it mess with your your weight at all? Like, does it shift your weight like mm. drastically? No, not really. No. I've been since I lost all that weight. Well, when I first started, I was uh, I was almost like three, like like three thirty, and I Damn. lost and I went down. To, Throughout those six months, bro, I lost off all that weight, and I uh, not only that, I, they gave me a diet plan and all that, and I was at two oh six when I when I went back the second Dang. time. So wait, 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 wait! You went from three thirty to two oh six in six months? Yeah, bro. Oh my goodness! No wonder why they had an intervention, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I would have yeah, been like, bro. something ain't right, man. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, and that was that was it. That was so. Three days out of the week, you guys spend four hours doing dialysis, and then is it painful? No, nah. no, just tired. Yeah, was it painful tired. when you first started, or at all? Like when they first started doing the needles, yeah, yeah. But they had a, I forgot what it was called. They they do a little shot and it numbs your the vein, oh, so you don't okay. feel it. But the doctor's like, nah, like it's not good like, to keep putting it in. Mm. So he's all like, we'll do it for like the first two weeks. Get you used to and it. And then man. after that, just you gotta straight get straight up. You know, just go with it. Damn, dude. So I went with it, and now I just go in there, and I'm just there's there's a guy across from me, but maybe like two, three, and he's always talking to me. I'm like, hey, what's up, man? And putting on the needles and. <laughs> You don't feel them? I'm, like, nah, I'm, I'm used to it now, bro. <laughs> has uh, has anything changed? So from like seven years ago when you first got it, has any of the machines changed or anything improved at all? Or is it like the same system that they just hook you, hook you up to the machine? Yeah, it's the same. It's the same shit. No shit. And you were saying you started out with a 10-gauge needle and then it goes yeah, up from it there? it goes up. And you didn't feel like the difference in each needle? Mm, not really, because the first, the first one... The 10 gauge was just, uh, they were numbing it, so they were just putting it in. The 16 gauge, you feel it. I bet. You feel it. <laughs> That's the you biggest? F- like, you s- till this day, I still feel it. Like, I when I'm when I'm in there, like, say they, they take out the top one, the top needle, and the one, and the, the bottom one's still in there. When they take out the top needle, they, they, they put, you know, they put gauze, and then when they put it in, you got to hold it. And when you hold it, you can feel the needle, like. You're like, ah, like, take it out. Like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. And then I had one one nurse. She did it. And the hole was so big that the needle slid out when she took the tape out. (laughs) So she was tripping out. She's like, oh. (laughs) And I was like, no, you're good. Like, no worries. But, yeah. I, I, uh. 
you know, I've always followed you on Instagram and social media and shit. And uh, I see how close you are with your mom. Yeah. How did she take it when, when all this happened? That, she took it hard, bro. Like, pretty crazy. Out and of, every, like, everyone, it was her, like. That was the hardest to yeah, see. Yeah, she was just like, oh, like. And it's it's you and your brother, just you and your brother? Yeah, I have, well, me and my brother through my mom, and then I have another little brother. Okay. Through my through my dad, but yeah, it's just me. It's just your your baby. Yeah, man, the youngest one. She she took it pretty hard. So so then she she still takes it pretty hard. There's times well before all this COVID because they don't let anyone in now. But Dang. she was going in and chilling with me, bro. She'd kick it in there with me. Did time. they ever stop? Like during COVID, when everything started happening, did they ever say like we're not gonna do this? No, they they were like, nah. I don't. They just said that no no one could go in there, and they were gonna start doing the test. And every time you go in, they have the gun and they do to your forehead, check your temperature. If you does co or like, are you a higher risk for COVID? If like, if yeah. you were to get it, it My would be immune bad. My system is huh? bad. It's like really low. That's you have to take I medication, I too. I don't go nowhere, bro. No? I don't blame uh, you, too. Yeah, no. Nowhere. I take walks around my house, and that's it. I'm, I don't have time to go kick it with people. <laughs> especially, you know, when this shit. Yeah, especially now, man. You can't risk it. Yeah. You can't risk it. Like, I got, you know, a friend that has lupus, man, and his immune system, he can't, like, he can't risk that. Like, we can't mess around with that, because... It'll, it'll attack like crazy. Yeah, bro. I don't blame you, dude. But how do you, like... So when lockdown happened, did you even feel like it was lockdown in here? Like, oh, yeah, bro. It was bad. Yeah? Well, dog, I went from hooping every other day. You know, I Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays. Like, wake up, go to the gym. You know, hoop. You don't wear, like, a brace or something to protect it? Yeah. You know, dude, in basketball, though, uh, how are you going to, like, are yeah. you ever going with your left or no? Yeah, most of the time. Most <laughs> are you driving with your left, Yeah, too? most of the time. Most of the time. Dog, I'd be so worried, man. It, I've gotten hit, and I could feel it, like, ah, oh, it hurts, but I ignored it, like, but. That shit keeps that? you going, though, on basketball. Yeah, bro, that was. That's like a sanctuary for me, you know. I would go in there and I wouldn't think of anything. Because when I first started, when the psychologist he was like, what do you like to do? And I was like, basketball. And he's like, all right, whatever. So after I got out of the hospital, I was in there for two, like two weeks, two and a half weeks. And I got out and I went to go see him. And I was like, bro, I went back. I'm doing it. And he was all like, he's like, when you're good to go play, go play. And I was like, all right. So I didn't, at that time, I didn't, I was hooping a lot over there at Garden Hill. It's an outdoor court. So I was like, ah, you know what? A lot of people were talking about the La Mirada uh, Community Center. Mm. So I went and I started hooping. And I was kind of like sketched about it. Like, oh, like I don't You're playing in a league too, right? Yeah. So I was like, oh, I don't want, I kind of like just want to shoot around. And then uh, I met my home, my homeboy, uh, Chris Hart. He he's bad, bro. He looks yeah. like he, look, he looks like Tracy McGrady. <laughs> but he's he's he kind of when I started playing there, he was like 
said, do your thing, bro. He said, don't worry about it. Like, hey, you know, just hoop, just play. And I stuck with him, bro. Every, every week we'd hoop Wednesdays, every Wednesday. Yeah. And then I got into leagues, and then he'd go to the leagues with me. He's good, bro. He, he played in Australia for, oh, okay. for a while. That's yeah, dope, he's... Man. He's There's so many athletes though that make it up to that level and start playing overseas that like you know you never heard man. of them but man to make it to that level in basketball yeah. it's fucking competitive bro yeah. it's competitive dude yeah and uh a lot and then it's crazy because a lot of people are like oh you're you know like you're not gonna make it to the NBA I'm like bro like it's not even that I want to make it to the NBA bro I'm just doing it just to you know this is keep me going yeah to keep me going like it's, do you like working out though like, like or you like playing ball like working, working out. out like it's rare when i work out bro yeah I hate but i'm i'm you okay if like well 24 hour fitness when it was open but you you'd catch me in the, on on the bike and in the sauna and in the basketball court and then there, there's a group of, of of dudes that that are in there the homie mo uh Gary, Drew, a couple other guys. Uh, we're we're like we're there religiously, like really every night. Yeah, so so if, once COVID hit, so if it's if no one's there, bro, like we'll play like twenty one or whatever. Yeah. And then there's one of my buddies, uh, Brandon, Brandon the Cannon. Uh, Brandon McCann. You don't need a last name with the um, cannon, dog. <laughs> he, he actually fought one of the Charlo twins not too long ago. Really? On Showtime. He, oh, shit. He goes there. Oh, Brandon Adams. My bad, Brandon. I forgot you. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be like, oh, this Because they did that. They did that on, uh, when he was walking in. They, they said they said a different. Uh, they said Brandon and then they, uh, they said something else. Butchered or something. And he looked at the camera and he's like, I'm the cannon. <laughs> <laughs> went in there and whooped it? So, yeah, so I go in there. We uh, He has a boxing gym right there in, uh, in Santa Fe Springs. But he goes to 24. He does the sauna and all that. So we go in there in the sauna. So what have you been doing since COVID? Nothing, bro. Call of Duty. (laughs) (laughs) Call of Duty, bro. That's all I do, man. It's video games. Damn, man. Video games. What a change. There's times, well, right now, Papa, Papa's over there at his grandparents. That's my best friend. We, uh, usually I'll just pop up on him and I'll kick it with him. Yeah. Where are his grandparents live? Uh, his grandparents live in LA. Oh, okay. So he's he's out there. Well, I think his grandpa or something like that is like hospice or something like that. Oh, so yeah, that's tough. Man. So he's out there helping out him and his mom. So he, he hasn't been in Whittier for a couple like maybe like two like a month two months. So, just for me to put it together, you know, being as athletic you are as you are with basketball, and then COVID happening, COVID removing that. Then you got your best friend that's kind of away. What do you do? Other than, other than, like, how do you keep your mind straight, though? How do you, like, not slide into depression? That mm, happened to me the other day, bro. Yeah. I had that day, I was like, like, I'm over it. Like, it's, I just, um, go for walks, bro. Yeah. Or, you clear know, your head? Yeah, clear my head. That's tough, dude. Or, like, there's times where I, like, I read a book. Daniel, I don't know if you know Daniel Yo-Yo. 
That sounds so familiar, man. He he uh, he has that uh, DYLI uh, clothing brand. Do you live it? He no, uh, I heard it. he has his little uh, CBD going for you know, and I he gave me he gave well he he brought some a tincture of it, and he was like. He, he, he brought me a book and that works out. It works out, bro. It works out. Get some, you know. You just got to keep the mind going. And everyone goes through something, bro. No one's perfect. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's life, bro. And it's crazy because people don't understand that. It's hard to express it. Hell yeah, I'm right there with you. I know, bro. I know, I know. That's that's one one of the main things that I. That I like that whole thing with my mom. Like, I couldn't talk to her about you know what I was going through because I already knew she was hurting. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna. You feel like you would add, add that pain to? Yeah, her. I don't want to add to it. Like, stress her out, you know, and and then nah. So then my like my brother like I was like nah, I'm not even gonna stress him out either, you know. And it's just the psychologist. It, it helped me out. Maybe you still hear your days, but yeah, Papa is my my dude, man. That's the dude. He knows everything. <laughs> That's tight, though, yeah, man. That he, you have that. He doesn't role. judge me. He just he keeps it in. He doesn't say anything. He's just like. There's times we're on the phone, bro, and he's just like he lets me talk, and he'll be like, "Bro, I gotta knock out." <laughs> he's like, "I don't. I'm not trying to be a dick, but I, <laughs> I'm tired." <laughs> I'm like, yeah. nah, "It's cool, bro." Like. Some people don't have that support. Uh, some people don't. And he, and he, the same way with him is that you know he he's got he's got it with me, bro. Like he, his sister, one of his sisters passed away from breast cancer. Mm. Uh, his sister Denise, rest in peace. She passed away. And, and he's he, a young he dude took it too. T- he he took it real tough, bro. He he was actually taking care of her when she was going through all the chemos Damn. and all that shit, bro. So he, when he came down, he was, well, he, I was like one of the first persons he called. He was like, bro, she's, she's gone, bro. And I was like, bro, where you at? He's like, I'm going home. They were coming back from Hollywood. I was like, all right, I'll meet you at your house, bro. I don't even care what time it is, bro. I'll, I'll be there. Went over there. First thing I did is give him a hug. And I'm like, dude, I don't know. I don't know that any way you're feeling, bro. Cause I don't, I've never lost a sibling like that, but whatever you need, I'm I'm here, bro. You know, I'll ride with you, bro. And we took him out through a little depression. He was going through a depression too. There'd yeah. be times where I'd be like, "Oh, go with me to McDonald's real quick," or "Go with me to you know CVS. I'm gonna get something to drink." But I wouldn't even go. I'd go cruise around just to get his mind out of it. Yeah. She's like, like, I, I know, I know what he was going through. I. I don't know the pain, pain-wise, like with the sister, you know, but like depression and shit like that. I know what he was going through, and he had to get his mind out of things. Like we'd cruise yeah. around, we'd cruise around through the Serna, we'd cruise around we'd, everywhere in Whittier, bro. <laughs> we'd be like, hey, you know, his thing was uh, when he first moved down here. His thing was mocha salsa. <laughs> and, yeah, bro. <laughs> I get mocha salsa. And I introduced him to the to the California burrito, bro. <laughs> Changed his life. <laughs> and he was like, bro, every time I see him, he's like, dude, that California burrito. That burrito, burrito will change bro. your life, though, man. 
He's like, I, I, bro, when I first ate that, bro, I was, you know, I was, you know, obviously partying, you know, drunk. But I forgot who it was, bro. You got to try the California burrito. They got fries in it. I was like, fuck yeah. Give me one of those. Hey, we used to party back in the day, though. Yeah, bro. We used to party. I remember um, when you guys came over one time, my brother was out of prison. And we partied. I don't know who you brought over. It was a bunch of people. Oh, shit. Were you there? I don't know if it was the same night. But somebody brought over a, a football player that was playing for Cal. This black dude that was like, he was a running back. He was a beast, dude. And then he was like the talk of the town. We were already out of high school, though. Maybe. You're talking about Nick Grigsby? Yeah. Yeah, and that dude came homie. by. Are you still talking to him? Yeah. Yeah? What did that's he do? Did that's, he... that's actually one of uh, Mike Ramos's good, good friends. He uh, he went to Arizona, University of Arizona. He's yeah. a wildcat. It's a party he kicked it with too. us for, dude, those party days, he, he hung out. He didn't drink or anything, but he kicked it with yeah. us hard, bro. Yeah, I remember him. He yeah, he was real cool. Hard. Real cool. That, that night, when we were all there, I remember, I never, I never got drunker than that night. Because I remember throwing up. So much the next morning, dog, that I was dry heaving so much, I blew all my blood vessels right here. Oh. So all this shit turned black. <laughs> it looked like you got in a fight. I looked, nah, it looked like I had some like uh, eyeliner and eye fade and <laughs> shit. Like girls, dude. And I woke up looking at my brother and he's like, what the fuck? You have makeup on. <laughs> all my blood vessels, dude. Hey. It never happened to me ever before that or after. I'm proud of that shit, but <laughs> that shit was nasty, dude. I was throwing up for a minute. Yeah, bro. And, uh, dude, we used to drink and drink. Yeah. And once, you, okay, so when you stopped drinking, did you stop drinking? Like when you got sick? Yeah. Yeah, that was it. You that never looked back. Cold, cold turkey. No shit. Nothing, bro. Did no. you lose a lot of friends? Mm. Yeah. Kind of. Or drinking buddies. Yeah. Yeah. As I remember, like, a lot I of people saw. were like, you know, I kind of hung out with the same people. My cousin Chuy, you know, right. With him, he's my, he's like, you know, my brother. I've been with him. And Papa, Papa was around too. When I was like, he started coming around when I was like twenty twenty one. Mm. So we were, you know, we were partying. Should Papa could drink, bro. Yeah. He could fucking drink, dog. <laughs> And it's funny when he drinks too, man. He's 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 not like one of those angry like yeah. you know drinkers. He's like funny. Those are the best, dude. Yeah, bro. And he's around, like, he, right now he he hasn't drink in a while. I don't I don't know. He just doesn't like it I'm anymore like, or yeah. what? Or, yeah. I don't know, bro. But he when he gets drunk, bro, he gets drunk, bro. It's and it's funny. You never went to like smoking weed. Yeah. Yeah. I started smoking weed at an early age, at like twelve years old. Yeah. Yeah, bro. For real? What grade are we in at? 12? I was like seventh, bro. I was smoking mad weed, bro. A lot of weed. Where would you get it from? Like there was this dude, bro, that my cousin knew. <laughs> His mom, she she used to sell weed, and oh, he'd give us like like an ounce, bro, for like five bucks. Oh, some swag, but. <laughs> It did the work. Yeah, bro. And then it just it got it got to the point when I was like in eighth grade, ninth grade, bro. And then I just I started slinging. 
I was like, dude, I have so much. Like, what am I going to do with it? And then I, I started selling it, bro. Swag, the dimes, nickels and dimes. <laughs> the tiny little ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. Hell yeah. People from like Lucerna, like, you know, they don't know where they're getting there from. <laughs> and I, oh, I was, shit. they would come to the hood, bro, to my, yeah, know, they to get my apartments and they'd come, bro. <laughs> Fridays. Damn. Yeah, bro, was, How long did you do that for? I was doing that for a while. So it was like 19, 20. All through high school and shit then? Damn. Dude, I had Jordans. I was like two-way pager. Uh, <laughs> I had a, 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 a sidekick. The, the phone <laughs> the, flips. The chirp. Yeah, too. bro. The, the, the <laughs> principal was like, bro, where you, you know, what are you up to? And I'm like, oh, just, cool. I'm just chilling, bro. <laughs> I always had J's. And so they're like, oh, bro, you got all the Jordans. You still, I had to plug in. In commerce, when the dude he would always give us his shoes like maybe like a week, no, like two weeks before the the release date. Oh shit! So I have kicks, bro. Like to this day, I still have kicks, but I don't have I don't get Jordans anymore, bro, because I'm not gonna stand in line or Hell wait yeah. for a raffle. That's but, how it works now, huh? Yeah, it's all messed up, bro. The, the shoe game is on the resellers, bro. That's what they do. They buy it and they make a living off that, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's a trip, man. Like these ones that I have on there, they go. They're going maybe for like nine hundred brand new. No shit. These are their customs to co- collaboration with Jordan. Oh, those are sick. Yeah. Those are real clean. <laughs> those are real clean. Yeah, bro. bro. Damn. That's my, that's my shit. Damn. So yeah, smoking weed was. Me and Chewy, bro, we used to chief it hard, bro. Yeah. Friday to come, bro. And that's around the time when, you know, PlayStation 2 came out. We chief and play video games, bro. We ordered pizza, and the 99 Sensor was right across the street from my, my apartments, and we'd get all kinds of candy from there. And <laughs> we were set, just bro. We chief and just chill, bro. Damn. We had it all set up, bro. With we And there was a neighbor, he was older. And he trip out, and like, his name is Tony, Tony Gamboa, bro. He was he was like old school. He used to do oh, tattoos. I know a girl uh, Gamboa. Whatever. He he, used to have a daughter. Mm, yeah, but she's younger though. Uh-oh. But yeah, he used to do tattoos. And one time we, <laughs> we went <laughs> yeah. and we chiefed it, bro. And we and he was like, "Don't be telling anyone you guys are kicking in here." I'm like, "Nah." And then he's like, "You guys are dope. Like, <laughs> dope little kids. We're like 13, 14. <laughs> 13, 14 oh, and then we man. met another dude that lived in the apartment his name was Rudy <laughs> and he he uh he would chief for hard too bro and he'd smoke us out <laughs> and we would get baked with them bro and go back home and into the apartment and fucking play video games and then out <laughs> yeah bro. I remember the first time I got high I was like 16 I was in Big Bear and then I got the spins I didn't know you could get the spins yeah, while getting high that, dude I remember running out that motherfucker, dude, and just <laughs> throwing up everywhere, dude. I wasn't even drinking. It was just high as a kite. Yeah. And it was like some bunk-ass shit, dude. I yeah. think we bought it from Ricardo. I don't know his last name. Ricardo lived around the corner on a corner house, and he was always like the gangster dude slanging weed and shit. And he <laughs> sold nickel bags and dime bags, dude. And we used to come up on dime bags. And we used to put our fucking three dollars together yeah. <laughs> whoever had three bucks you know yeah, put it all together bro. 
We got nine bucks asking him for a dime bag. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hoping he back. came we'll through. Yeah, exactly. I'll see you, man. But those, those those are the harsh days, bro. Now, people but don't, what, people why, don't don't have to pick seeds and stand. Hell no, man. People get it. Get uh, shout out to on Steve, a real bro. High horse. Steve, three P, three P. Oh man, people get on their high horse with weed now. Yeah, man. bro. They think they invented that shit. Yeah, <laughs> for real, man. Say, oh, I got the bombness, and like, bro, it looks, yeah. looks normal to me, it's bro. It's like weed to me, dude. It smells it's like weed. Do the same thing. <laughs> exactly. But people start like explaining to you, and I'm like, yeah. Well, I'm not gonna smoke it, bro. So <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not here to hear so it. So why, like, why not drink or smoke now? Well, drinking, bro. If I drink, I'm gonna keep going, and yeah. I don't want to swell up. <laughs> oh, you'll start swelling yeah. up and shit. Can you have a drink? Yeah, you could. I could. Yeah. I just don't. There, there's times where, dude, like lately, like when it's hot, hot, I'm like, damn, I'm gonna get a little like, sounds good. Like, yeah. Really, As a dude, I drink these fake beers just for the taste. Yeah, my bro. brother does the same thing. He drinks old duels. Yeah, old duels. My, you brother, know what? my brother, my brother was a heavy drinker, bro. And once, I once my, that. once my, once my nephew was born, he just, he cut he it. He's just like, nah, bro. I remember that. Yeah. So you don't drink. At he all. doesn't drink, bro. Good, at man. All. If you get a chance, tell him a uh, like a mango cart. The the like everybody drinks these. Uh, I don't know what the fuck yeah, bro. Carts, there's so much beer. But now. there's a, they make one. It's a mango cart, dog, and it's non-alcoholic. Oh man, it's the best one I've ever had, dude. Come check it out. They have it at like Bevmo. And yeah, shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen those. I've seen uh, my uh, my sister-in-law, Chewie's Chewie's wife. She, oh, okay. Uh, she drinks those. She drinks like the micheladas with those. Like and then you have ones. no urge to smoke weed again. I'll do it once in a while. Yeah. Like, uh, like if I get like a bad headache or like my stomach ache or something, bro. I'll, I'll, I'll I smoke CBD. Yeah. And you know that that doesn't get you like high high. Yeah. You you feel it like you're just more relaxed. But I saw that. I I was at a uh, Legends in Uptown. And does your brother still work for nah. these random place? No. I was at Legends uh, Skate Shop, and they had a dad grass, and it was just a CBD joint. I've never heard of that before. I didn't know that. And it's I just flower, it. bro. Yeah, I smelled it. It smelled like bud and yeah, everything. Yeah, it's point, point 0.3. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. They do. They have pre-rolls right there at Tobacco Revolution, so I go over there. I, I get them for five bucks. And no they, shit. They're good, bro. They, 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 they have blueberry, banana, and... You can taste it. It's good. Does it smell like bud when you smoke it? Yeah. Yeah. Your fingers smell like everything. Good everything. Oh, man. Because I, dude, like, yeah, you know I'm sober now. And, uh, like, today I posted, like, man, I woke up today literally thinking, like, man, life is so goddamn boring, like, without anything in my system. Yeah. And I went from, like, back in, so when I had that accident, I went, I was heavy on the opioids, man, heavy on the opioids. And I was taking that shit for, like, three years drinking while doing it and that shit actually i had a i can't remember the term of it but when you drink and take opioids i guess it burns like uh your stomach lining and i was like always going to the bathroom and shit always taking poops dude all day long and i'm like dude what the heck's going on i didn't think because i'm drinking and taking opioids sure enough i you know went and saw the doctor and he's like you gotta stop that shit this is gonna hurt you man 
it's gonna it, it'll cause a hole in your stomach and uh even then i didn't stop so i kept going my ex-wife dog she didn't even know the whole time i was taking them she never knew and uh and then like i used to pride myself on like getting away with that shit bro you know like running around like a kid yeah. you know what i'm saying and then it went from the opioids and i never smoked weed in high school i didn't smoke weed in my early 20s i started smoking weed at like 28 and then i smoked weed all up until about a month ago and it just you know it's a it's your tolerance dog your tolerance just keeps getting higher and higher i started from fucking smoking one joint to smoking 10 you know big ass blunts a day yeah. and then it just it was too much it's like I didn't realize, like, for the last 16 years, dog, when I first started drinking, like, that's all I've been doing is just using some type of substance to get by, dude. Just trying to get by. And I keep telling myself, like, I need this, I need this, I need this. Then you just get tired. It's all your mind. It is. It is. It really is, man. And it's fucking, it's routine. Like, you build it into your routine, your habit. And then, like, now that I'm sober and, like, trying to break it, I realized so much more, like, man, I wasted so much money and time into all this shit that didn't do anything for me. It did nothing for me. Because the problems are still going to be there, you know, and everything else. Everything. You're going to feel good for, you know, a couple hours, and then it's going to go back to the same, you know. So when I, like, I look at you, and I, I, like, that's why I ask, like, why not? Like, you, you had to go through dialysis, like, which is a motherfucker as it is. Why not, like, take a substance? You know? Yeah. And then, like, that's always going to replay in my head. That little, your your head's going to spin around and shit. Little wand's head, dog. <laughs> you don't need that shit. Go play ball, dog. Go set up a court in your go front yard. Go for a walk. Go for a walk, man. man. Trust me, bro, because it... there's times where I'm like, ah. I don't care. But I'm like, yeah, just keep, you know, your mind going. And I just, I'll even go for a cruise, bro. Yeah. <laughs> if no one's around, I'm just like, fuck it, I'll go for a cruise. Walk, I used to go to walk bars up, a lot, Walk dude. uptown. I got stuck in the bars for a minute, <laughs> I got stuck in the bars for a minute. Yeah, and not even yeah. like, like, I don't mean it like I was fucking... Mr. Social in the bar and shit. I would just sit at the bar and drink by myself. <laughs> by myself. Yeah. Like, boom, boom, boom. Wasting all your money. Wasting it, dude. Wasting it. Slap when you're 50. paying for, for like, what, four or five beers, you can get a little 30 rag. <laughs> That's it, dude. You go sit behind food for less or something. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I know, bro. That's... It gets out of hand, dude. It gets out of hand. Yeah. I see people all the time. Let's go for a drink. I'm like, I'll go for a bite. (laughs) Yeah. If you went into like a bar, would you would you feel like the urge to drink? No. Or you're bigger than that. Like you're already walking. I already went through it. Like yeah. Yeah. I I went to a draft picks not too long ago. (laughs) I used to always be in that mood. And I was like, I was just chilling. My one of the one of the girls that goes to uh, the gym at twenty four. She works there. So I was like, "Hey, hook me up with some water." She's like, "Yeah, I got you." She hooked me up with some water. I used to know all the girls in there too. 
And that's not like anything to brag about. You like, start <laughs> knowing people at a bar and shit. Yeah. yeah. I had told my homegirl, bro, I was like, dude, I don't want to go there. She's like, come on. Let's I'm like, nah. I'm going to run into a lot of people I know. And sure enough. Yeah. I, everyone was in there. I was like, dude. And they want to party with you? Yeah. I'm like, nah. Let me get you a beer. I was like, nah, I'm good. Like, I'm chilling. Yeah. Do a lot of people know that you're on dialysis? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most people, but most people don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. It's they just think, you know, I, they 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 see me normal, you know. They probably like, think it's just an IV. Yeah. You know, like people that don't know it. There's people, you know, hit me up to this day that, you know, like, hey, you good? I'm like, yeah, I've been doing this for, you know, a couple of years already. That's a trip to me, though. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know, like, maybe because you're able to already accept that, you know, you're, you're, this is part of your life. Like, to me, I remember, you know, I remember one back in the day. T.O.B. one partying it up. Yeah. You know? <laughs> be wild, dog. It'd just be a fucking fun time. Yeah, bro. And uh, and I'm not saying, like, you're not now, but seeing that you go through that, it's like, to me, like, it it shocks me. But then I look at you, you know what I mean? And you're still one. Mm-hmm. You know, you just don't got that beer in your hand. Like, neither do I. Like, this shit's tight. But... I still look at dudes that we used to party with, man. Still doing the same shit. Partying A lot of people, bro. I mean, it's to each his own, bro. Right, like, yeah, like, if you're happy, if you're happy in doing it, man, shit, enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? And if you got good control over it, do it. But if you don't, you know, you kind of need to wake up. And I didn't, but I know that now. Like, weed, to me, weed helps a lot of people, man. It really does. I don't see it as, like, a demon. But for me, it's a demon. For me, like, I got an addictive personality, I guess, and I just... But I'm glad, dude, I never went down the cocaine route. Yeah. Never did cocaine. Yeah, me neither. Never put put anything in my nose, bro. None of that. Just weed. Just weed. That's it. That's it. And then even, like, uh... That's how I was. You know how people smoke dabs and oils and all that shit now? I never even got into that. I just, like, flower, dog. You know, I never smoked dabs. Did you ever smoke? I tried it, bro. Yeah. But that was the worst experience ever. <laughs> I did it one time, too. It I, was like... I got the spins. It's like I smoked the whole blunt, bro, to myself. It was a little... It's not even fun. It's like, bro, how are you going to get so high, bro, and just... For, the like, two days. Like, why? <laughs> like, this is not cool. Even yeah. edibles, bro. Edibles, too. Edibles will get you, bro. Those things will creep up and... Edibles will get you. Knock out. Hell, yeah. And that's one thing people don't don't say about drugs. It's like, that shit works. <laughs> you know? It works. I mean, like you were saying earlier, though, all your shit's still going to be there when you wake up, when you start coming back down. And yeah. I used to just... And, like, a lot of people don't understand the come down on alcohol. Like, there's a crazy come down. I remember getting headaches, like, when we'd stop drinking, and it'd be, like, 4 in the morning, and we're all still hanging out, but there ain't nothing to drink left. People start getting angry, getting frustrated. You know, getting, like, coming down from alcohol, man. Yeah. And that shit's just like a, a drug, dog. And it's so acceptable, man. Everybody and their motherfucking drinks. Yeah. It's like, uh, a lot of people don't see the the danger in it. You know what I mean? Like, it, I got daughters and shit, so people ask me, like, well, what about, you know, when they want to smoke weed? I'm like, you know, I'm not really worried about weed. I'm worried about the alcohol. That shit 
and in my family it's gonna come to a point where they're gonna dream yeah well not right now you know they're young right. but I don't know it's gonna, that. Uh, yeah it's I don't know how to handle that it's gonna happen I think that's why I'm it's trying to like be, yeah. <laughs> prepare myself now so I don't like have mental breakdowns and shit and yeah. fold up or do things that I've done in the past like I want to work on myself now so you know when I hit that 14 15 year old daughter Damn, yeah, the teenage years. I don't want her, you know, to see me fold up and shit and give up on her when she needs me the most in those ages, you know? Like, we had a lot of girlfriends always around us, you know? Yeah. We knew we knew the girls with issues, you know? I, I mean, I, I knew, like, I knew <laughs> the girls that, you know, were easy, the girls that were fun, the girls that partied, and the yeah. girls that ran, dog. There were a lot of girls that ran from their houses, their... their their daddy issues or whatnot. I don't want my daughter being like that. Yeah. You know, I want to be there 100%. I want to know who her friends are. I want them to know who I am. Like, just to be, I don't need to be like all up in the mix, but yeah. I just want to be involved. And uh, that's something that like my family didn't really do. You know, my parents didn't really know any of that shit. Yeah. But it, from the looks of it, it looks like your mom's kind of young, right? Yeah. She. Well, she was, well, when I was, I was running the streets young, bro. Not, like, running, running, but, like, being out late and shit. She was working two jobs, so it was, like. Latchkey kid. Yeah, there, so it was, like, I, I was, you know, everywhere, you know, in, in Southside Whittier. Yeah. <laughs> and then once I, my buddy Daniel, I met, I met him when I was, like, second grade, but his mom, bro, like, she took me in and. You know, there'd be days where I'd, I'd stay the night there, even during the week, like school days. Just, you know, so I wouldn't be running out. You know, and. Yeah, man. I remember uh, partying and then, like, when Josh died. Josh and AJ yeah, died. Rest in peace. Yeah, man. And Jenny. And Jenny, too. That shit. It really messed me yeah, up, man. Yeah, it messed up a lot of people, bro. A lot of people. A lot of people thought I was in that car too. Really? Yeah, I was getting phone calls and shit. Cause I seen Josh they, text me that they, day too. They came. Go. They, uh, Jenny, rest in peace, and uh, and Xenia. They they came to uh, to the park. I was playing at Parnell. There was like a party going on that night or something like that. I don't know. And we were all gonna go or something like that. And we were. I was hooping, bro. I was playing. At that time, I didn't have a phone, and they were calling uh, my cousin, my cousin Mikey. They were calling his phone. They're like, "Oh, where's he at?" And they're like, "Oh, he's right here." And then one of my other buddies called me. He's like, "Yeah, we gotta go, bro." So we went. And yeah, we, we, that day was crazy, bro. Hell yeah! That was but I remember shit. partying at at, uh, at AJ's house, bro, a lot. Yeah, this shit. I read when you guys graduated, bro. This shit was <laughs> yeah. a spot, bro. Always. And he dude. lived there down the street from me, so it was cool for me to walk over there. <laughs> At a dead end, didn't you? Yeah. It? Rob Granado used to always hit me up, bro. Shout out to Rob, bro. Rob, Rob Granado, dude. I know his mom, man. His mom's real yeah. sweet, man. Yeah, Rob's cool as fuck. Good man. people, bro. So he, me and that dude, we drink. We used to drink a lot, bro. We used to drink a lot. 
Hell yeah. And we used to go over there. John, our AJ's pad was always open, bro. Always. 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 I saw his parents the other Even, day. Even, like, parties and shit. Like, it's like... It's El Camino out front. Yeah, bro. <laughs> we I had some fucking dope-ass times there, bro. With fucking Tony. Uh, what the fuck is Rubio? Yeah. The Marine? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to that <laughs> fool too, bro. Tony Rubio. He, I remember they had a, like a... Oh, shit. It was like a... I forgot what it was. Like a tie. Like you had to wear a tie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that. Like that. I Tony, remember. They wanted Tony to do like Tony, a dress-up they wouldn't give me, they, would, they wouldn't let me in, bro. <laughs> and Tony gave me his his, his tie, bro. <laughs> yeah, oh, bro. man. That house was a spot. Yeah. Yeah, that shit was a spot. Bob. That was a Tony. spot right there. Yeah, a few funny stories. One time, Tony, you remember Andrew McLean? Yeah, big old white dude. Yeah, he he. Uh, we we had like a little high school trip. We went to Big Bear, and Tony, we were all drunk. They got into an argument. Tony comes out all crazy with a big fucking knife, dude. He just goes to Andrew like, "Wow, dude, barely missed him, dude." And we finally all got Tony and got the knife away and shit. But he tried to fucking stab that dude, man. And then the next hour, they're all hugging and singing, like, some type of rock music. <laughs> we, uh, who, it was on prom, and I met up with them after prom. I remember that. I forgot whose house it was. It was right there off of college. And we lit someone's fucking, uh, <laughs> sock on fire, bro. And McLean thought it was the funniest shit ever, bro. When they were wearing it? Yeah, he was, oh, they were asleep, bro. Oh, shit. I think it was AJ, bro. Rest <laughs> in peace. And, dude, we we busted an all-nighter, bro. I didn't go home until like 7 in the morning that day, bro. Yeah, I remember walking home on prom night from uh, Maddie's house. You remember Maddie? Maddie and like Alex, they were always together too. It was that was the house though that we oh, went shit. to, bro. Yeah, yeah, because it was in Uptown, and we walked. I remember me and Steve walked down in the morning. I think I walked with you guys. Tuxedos, yeah. Dude. I walked with you guys, and we got picked up. Someone picked us up. I was like, bro. I was like, I was like, I look cool, bro. I'm wearing normal clothes, but you fools look. <laughs> He guys had a rough Male night. <laughs> we did walk. We were walking down college, bro. Yeah. Like, towards the 76. Yeah, I remember that. That was the longest walk of my life, man. And we were hungover. Young as hell. Bro, we didn't even sleep that day, bro. No. And that was... We never did cocaine or any of that uh, shit. Nowadays, people stay up all night all coked yeah. up. I'm glad I never hit that shit, bro. That was never cool, like in the crowd. Ah, I some people though. I I seen what it did to people I, yeah. at a young age, so I was like, "Me too, man." I saw what it did to my brother. I remember smelling uh, crack, and 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 I'll never forget the smell of crack, dog, and thinking like, "Yeah, I don't, you don't want to any be of that this person. shit, any of this shit." Even like that's it, probably it why I never smoked It turns you into like a whole different, you know, different person. Oh yeah, bro. I remember. You're not, you're not the same person. You know, my brother would talk to me like this, dog. Never make eye contact talking to me like this. You know, I'd always know he's fucking high, and uh, he, he just wasn't the same. And that shit fucks with your head. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Fucks with your head. Yeah. Some people never come down off that shit. Yeah. Either. 
And then so meth good. came around, and I think that was after us. Like, I never. You remember people smoking meth when we were younger? Nah, hell no. Nah. Nah. I didn't. Nah, no. Man. What about like no, not oxy, like uh, ecstasy and shit. Nah, uh, it was around, but I don't even remember. It wasn't around. really. Really. Wasn't really a big thing. I didn't really care for it. Did you do it? Nah, no. I just never. I just seen people do it, bro, and it was like. Did you ever get into raves and shit? Uh, nah. Uh, me neither. So, I, don't, I don't really like the music. I don't like house music. <laughs> I can't stand house I mean, music, dog. It, I mean, there's there's a couple, but I I wouldn't listen to it. Like, I, you know, go out of my way and look for it on YouTube or something. <laughs> if it's on the radio, then, you know, fuck it. I'll, uh, I'll listen to it, but... Uh, and some people get some real people into that are really vibe, into, Yeah, bro. Some people are really into that shit. And then they just get into the drug. Yeah. <laughs> and then Ecstasy they forget the music and, and shit. shit like that. Uh, it's like, why? I, any of that manufactured shit. I never felt with any of that. Yeah. Yeah, there was a while my mom was like, wow. Oh, weed was bad and this and that. You had to explain to her, like, it's... It's grown. It's a plant. Like, it's, you know, all these yeah. other shit have chemicals in it. Like, hell yeah. It's you know, she's so now she's cool with this. She's like, oh, so she smells weed and shit. She's just like, ah. It, it takes time. Like, I still got family members that still see weed as like the ultimate the devil. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh my goodness, you're a crackhead. Like, yeah, you're, you're level one narcotic. Your fucking uh, life's not good. Right. Like, they still believe those commercials. Remember yeah. those commercials that dude, like, holding a shotgun? He's <laughs> like, oh! <laughs> Who does that the shit? The one, uh, which, what, what was that commercial where the, the girl, she smokes and then she lays down and, like, she's all smashed. She's like, I can't move. She smoked weed and then at the end it says, don't do drugs. <laughs> I remember one, too. <laughs> they're in the drive-thru. And they're like laughing, <laughs> and they're driving out, and then they run somebody over, like, and oh, they kill somebody. Oh yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. do drugs. <laughs> I remember that one. And most people just walk to the Seven Eleven or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, you got this place like that, bro. Yeah, man. A bunch of random shit. I have a few other posters. You know what I, a poster I just got too? The mail was uh I got this one in my room. That's a beautiful picture, man. That one and the other one with the the Jordan and his hands are sort of the bomb in the in. Uh I got Zach De La Rocha from uh Rage Against the Machine. His poster. I gotta put up in here somewhere. But Kobe man. Yeah, bro. Kobe, man. I couldn't believe when he passed, bro. Yeah. I remember that Sunday. I had a game of Rosemead. Oh, yeah? And I picked up my brother. He's all like, bro. He came out all Kobe <laughs> Kobe shoes, Kobe, <laughs> Kobe jersey, Lakers shorts. And he's all like, we're bumping Kobe signs the whole way. <laughs> the little Wayne one? Yeah, that one. The, the <laughs> fabulous one. I forgot what other one, bro. Fabulous made one? Yeah, that one's pretty dope. I haven't heard that one. And we, we, we bumped it. I remember Ice Cube did like, not, it wasn't a Kobe song, but it was a, like, Lakers song. 
It was when they were playing the Celtics. Oh, the... Back in, like, 09? 08? The, uh, I think when we lost It's them. the Black and Yellow remix, right? Yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah! And there's a bunch of rappers on there. Uh, Snoop, Ice Snoop. Cube. There's that Mexican rapper, too. Little Rob. Yeah. <laughs> Little Rob. <dog>. Little Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Little Rob, dude. Little Rob came out with some... Uh, a couple hits, man. Uh, the summer, summer days just <laughs> yeah. sitting around. It's <laughs> the anthem, bro, for yeah, the summer. Yeah, man. That shit was funny. It's hot as hell in here, man. You're not hot? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, a dude in here uh, on Tuesday, man. And uh, they'll run the AC, but it blows the heat this way. Oh, my goodness, man. It was hot as heck in here. <laughs> and I know, like, where my parents live, my parents' house, they don't have a central, a central air. So it's just an old school wall. Yeah. Just be standing by it. You gotta stand by it. <laughs> Lay on the tile. Yeah. Stand, open the fridge a little bit. That was it. Poke your head in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, I appreciate you being in here, brother. I really Any do. Time, man. Man. I gotta get you in here again. Yeah, bro. Um, it'd be Papa. fun to get a couple people in here, Doug. We'll bring Papa. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun, man. We'll bring Papa over here. Have a comedy one going or something. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's funny, bro. He's <laughs> that's dope. He's another man. deal. That's dope. Yeah, I want to get a few people in here and just mix it up with like Steve and random people we used to kick it with, you know. Steve. Fucking Steve. Fucking Steve. JB, bro. JB, big old daddy down. Yeah. He looks like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> now he has a baby and shit. Yeah. yeah. He's out in Arizona, man. My parents are looking to leave, too. The fucking heat out there, bro. Brutal. We can't even handle it here. I don't I know. know how he does it out there. He's a big dude. Everything sweats on him. <laughs> Alright man, well I'm gonna wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. Thank you again for yeah, being done. I gotta get you back, man. Let's do it, bro. Just All let right. me know. For sure, man. Thank you again, brother. Just let me know. Of course, man. Yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs>